I'm, I'm your host, Hans Miners, and I'll be sitting down with experts, coaches, and amazing athletes with great stories to tell. I hope this inspires you to get out there and train to be the best version of yourself. The reason I created this podcast is to bring positive into the negative in the life. So I want to share amazing stories, people that I know, people that I follow, people that are my heroes. So all I'm going to be doing from now on in English, in Spanish, or maybe in French. I love to have an impact with people. I could be like worldwide. That's the reason why I'm doing it in French, in English. But I might have to do something in Spanish because they're my friends. And I want to see how is the impact in Mexico and all those countries that speak uh, Spanish. So that'll be fun to experiment. And this episode is going to be in English. So I hope you enjoy this one and be ready because it's a great story. Welcome back to episode number four with my friend Parker. Parker, uh, he won in the first place in the Ironman Waco in my age group, 18 to 24, with a time of nine hours and 20 minutes with his first Ironman, first year in the sport. He's an amazing guy that I'll call my friend now. Like we talked for like an hour about what is his early life, what was his decision to hire a coach um the best group uh, he has natasha um you'll hear that and in the in the next few minutes but uh it was a fun one and it's fun because the first part of the episode i was at the calgary airport flying to mexico uh and it was fun because i talked to parker at the airport everybody was looking me weird because i was not wearing a mask and i was sitting in the corner talking to a guy on zoom uh, but uh, that was really fun and I got to fight caught and I, I was like Parker I'm really sorry I gotta go I'm gonna miss my flight um, and then the late the day later I was back in Mexico and Parker ran a 244 marathon so a lot of things happen in, in 24 hours for sure but this guy is a stud he's an amazing guy like uh, he will be a really inspired guy to follow in the next few months and next few years he trains about 30 hours a week, he wakes up in the week at 4 a.m. to train because what an amazing like life he has, you know. He's training about 30 hours a week and then he's working a garment, like a dream job, honestly. So he has everything, all the tech in the world, you know. He's like having the two dreams, you know, working a garment and then doing triathlon, you know. That's such an inspiration. I'm really happy that Parker found his love in life you know because once you find it you gotta stick to that and be ready and then in part two we talk about like how is the walker race uh what's parker's next plans in the future and then for sure what's gonna be because parker is going to san george for redemption to see and get that podium and the overall win at san george ironman world championship in may and then he gave me the spot to Kona. If you want to know and you want to find out, listen to this episode. But before we start, remember, if you want to go and buy BPM subs, BPM supplements, remember to check out, use code Parker because it will save you money. Remember, go BPN at checkout, code Parker. Without further ado, Parker Kurt. <laughs> So Parker, we are at the airport. We finally met it. We have like half an hour. I'm excited to talk to you. Um, tomorrow you're having a big race, uh, freaking marathon under three hours, hopefully like 250 or something or whatever it is, as fast as possible, as you said. So how are you? Good. Yeah, I'm doing well. Just had a easy shakeout run this morning. Uh, legs are 
feeling good yeah we got um it'll be interesting to see because i'm never really run uh like a straight marathon i've only done a marathon during an iron man yeah um, same so, uh, yeah so it's like my first uh first time running a marathon without having to bike 100 miles before it so uh, i'm excited yeah it should be fun yeah me too i'm excited to see how fast you can go actually yeah we'll see yeah yeah it's exciting Definitely. like i wanted to sign up for the event but uh i was like i was trying to get into the schedule and i'm like didn't make it so don't worry hopefully we can race together in galveston and um, yeah and then hopefully in kona but um i mean you have to get there too because you need to yeah. i think you need to get like top eight or something in uh uh st george or something how does it work uh for kona this year yeah i'm not sure um but even if i qualify i don't think i'll be going to kona just because I have a few other races that I want to do that are in that kind of same time period. And I'm still pretty young. So hopefully that I'll be able to, my plan is to qualify in a future years when it's a little, yeah. little less pat. Yeah. We can so. get to that after. Cause I want to ask you why, why I got the spot yeah. from you, but uh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. So Parker, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into like endurance sport and, you know, so what's your journey? Yeah, definitely. So I actually started out in high school. I was, um, people might think, oh, you probably ran or you biked or swam in high school. But in high school, I was actually a wrestler. So I wrestled and I actually did a few years of gymnastics as well. But my biggest sport probably growing up was probably soccer. I played soccer for, I don't know, the first uh, 17, 16 years of my life probably. Yeah. But I got into high school, started wrestling there. And I, I loved it. I think doing joining the wrestling team was one of the best decisions I ever could have made I really do think that wrestling is just a sport in its own I mean the, the mindset you have to have and the mental toughness that wrestling builds it's I really don't think that there's a sport anything like it I agree so I'm very happy that I joined the wrestling team but my senior year I actually quit a few weeks into the season I was just I, I was cutting too much weight I wasn't getting along too well with the coach and so for those reasons, I decided to quit. And I'm very happy that I quit when I did. I do think that it just wasn't, um, yeah, I just wasn't enjoying it as much. But, and so then, and it's funny thing, that's kind of actually when I started running as well. Because for wrestling, I always have to run to cut weight. And whenever I was running during wrestling, I always hated running because, you know, I had to run. But as soon yeah. as I quit wrestling, um, yeah, as soon as I quit wrestling and I just started, I kept running and I found that I actually kind of enjoyed it then because I didn't have to do it and I wasn't cutting weight as much. And I started, uh, cause I was, uh, when I was wrestling, I mean, I was working out all the time. And so when I stopped wrestling, I had all this free time and I loved lifting weights. That's another thing I got from wrestling was kind of lifting weights. And so I continued to lift weights after wrestling, but then I also had more free time. So I just continued to run and I found, you know, just, uh, helped me stay fit as well. And then uh, for college, I actually went to Colorado College in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Okay. And there, that's that's when my running really started taking off, um, just because there's some gorgeous trails there, and just the scenery and just being outside. I'm a huge outdoors guy, um, and so when I went when I started college, I started running. I wasn't running anything crazy. I, I mean, I wasn't super fast or anything, but I was just running because I liked it, and that's kind of when I started doing more of like a higher volume of training because i'd run in the mornings like three to four miles and i'll lift weights um after class nothing nothing crazy but that's when i started started dabbling with like kind of two a days so two a day training um but then as that continued as that progressed i found that i just was able to handle more like a higher volume of training and i kind of became more and more addicted to running and weightlifting and training and yep. so what started off as being running, you know, 15 miles a week here and there and lifting for an hour or so after class by, by my sophomore junior year of college, when I actually walked onto the cross country team, my junior year of college, I was running upwards of 70, 80 miles a week and lifting five days a week for two to three hours after class. Um, yep. Yeah, so that's kind of when I really reached the kind of peak of my my training, I'd say during college. And then of course, but then actually I got, uh, I kept getting injured I found when I was on the cross country team, just because I was trying to run so much and then do strength training as well. So I had to kind of back off 
um, running a bit. And so that's when I started actually biking some, um, not a lot, but I definitely started doing a little bit more biking just because I couldn't run. I was getting some tight IT band issues. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, man, that's kind of like, I didn't know that. So I saw you, you, you go biking all the time. Like, you know, like 20 hours, 15 hours biking, which is like, you bike every single day, just to easy sessions, just to spend it. Like, like you wake up every like 4 a.m. just to train. Cause I know you work at Garmin, which is pretty cool. I'm jealous. So that's like, yeah. dream. and uh, you pretty much like, you're doing like a, you're using what you're working in the software. So for those who don't know, like Parker is like a software thing and like, Garmin so that's pretty cool man uh really inspired yeah. to see you every day training 30 hours a week uh, it's pretty fun and pretty inspired yeah. to see every single day I talked to the guys uh that we raised in Waco and they uh -huh. were like I don't know how to keep, keep up with uh, Parker he's training so much and I'm like I'm just trying <laughs> to do my best but uh it works different yeah. for everybody like I'm happy like you train like almost as a professional I hope you can get your swimming better because actually you can actually make it a pro so if you're not yeah. swimming well like that's ask sam long about it so man it's tough yeah. that's for sure yeah. but then so actually but well, when i really started getting into triathlon what kind of was actually i think two years ago so summer of 2020 i had an internship at it was my in, first internship at garmin yeah. and i had a learning friend there and uh we were, we were, we are, yeah. So we became friends. We were running, we were running probably 60, 70 miles a week or not a week, a month. That, yeah, no, a week. Yeah, we were doing 70 miles a week that summer. And on the 4th of July that summer, we decided to do a marathon just for fun. Wow. Just run six miles. So we did that. And about 20 miles into it, my, it was like my right, my right is like my right knee and my right shin just started really acting up. Um, but you know, I just wanted, I wanted, we said, we said we were going to run a marathon. So like, I'm going to finish this. Um, it probably wasn't the smartest idea, but in the end, I'm kind of happy that we did because after the run, um, I could barely walk. The pain was so bad. I was, I had to get crutches and it was, it, yeah, it was not good. So that was probably my worst injury I've had that's due to running. And I was out, I couldn't run for about, let's say two to three months. And that really sucked. That was wow. because I kind of identified as a runner, you know, I was, and so I was, yeah, there is some times where I was, I, was de I definitely got a little depressed because I couldn't run and I was just really struggling, but uh, luckily I was working at Garmin. So I got myself, uh, I had an, I have a nice discount. So I got myself a task nice. and I started biking and I was biking. Now this was all on Zwift. So of course it's not, not hundred percent accurate or it is accurate, but it's a lot easier to bike inside. Yeah, I agree. When I was inside, I was biking during that time. I was biking 400 miles a week. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was all on Zwift, but it's just how much, that was all I was doing. And I, that's when I really got into biking and I really started enjoying it then. I definitely overtrained a bit because I, I'd do like Zwift races because I wasn't training yet. I was just like exercising. I do Zwift races almost every morning. And if you've ever done a Zwift race, you know how hard those get. Oh, man, that's absolutely yeah. like the first exactly. minutes. It's all loud. That's exactly. like, I done it, you know, so. Yeah. And so it's pretty much like a, it's like a VO2 max session pretty much every day. And I definitely got a little burnt out, but I mean, that's when I really fell in love with biking. And then when school, school actually became, so I was the summer of my junior year going into senior year of high school or college. And my senior year of college was all online. So I was, I moved back home. My dad was actually a college swimmer, so he swam in college. Wow, that's good. And yeah, um, and so when I moved back home, I was I, I was biking a lot. I, I was starting to run a little, and then I had some more free time because you know school was online and it wasn't as intense, and it was my senior year. Um, yeah. And so I was uh, I started talking to my dad, and we we had a pool nearby or like a gym with a pool. So I started swimming here and there. And I, I do think that swimming just in general is great for kind of recovery, and like low impact. And so that's when I started swimming. And then, you know, I've always, uh, I've always kind of been into like endurance sports. I've done like the Pikes Peak Marathon. And I've always wanted to do like an ultra, ultra race, like a 50 miler or 100K or 100 yeah, miler. Yeah. And so like I, I heard, I knew about like Ironmans and what they were. And I thought like, that's some, like, I want to finish my senior year doing like an Ironman. I thought that'd be super cool. And so I talked to my dad and for Christmas, I asked for a race entry into an Ironman. Which Ironman? Six, 
Uh, I think I wanted to do which one? Uh, I forget which one. I think I didn't really care. I think it's just I just wanted to do an Iron Man that okay. summer. Okay. And maybe it was one in Texas. I'm not sure which one it was. Um, but I really wanted to do one. And then, but all them, all they, they're all sold out. Like, because yeah, I wanted I know, to do I it know. like at the end of the year. Yeah. So I wanted to do it in like the spring of uh, 2021, but they're all sold out. Yes. And so, so instead of an Ironman, I ended up signing for a half Ironman. And I, that was Gulf Coast. And so that was my first half Ironman that I did. And I did a lot better than I expected. I, I, I think I did like a, a 420 half Ironman. And that was, that was when I kind of fell in love with the, the sport. Wow. Really. When, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got into it. And so, yeah, and now uh, I started, then after I did that, I, that's when I qualified for the St. George World Championship. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so that was my qualification there. And then after talking to my dad, I was thinking, you know, I might have some potential in the sport. And if I wanted to take this seriously, I should probably look into getting a coach. And I've been following right. Nick Bear. Yeah, so I've been following Nick Bear for some time by then. And I saw that he worked with Natasha, uh, Natasha Vendermeer from NVDM Coaching. And the reason why I actually decided to go with her were there's kind of two main reasons. Okay. The first was because I saw that how much she, or because I was still a huge strength. I'm still a huge strength guy. I love weightlifting. I still lift. I lift full body three days a week. Yeah, and I'm big and insane. Yeah, and Nick, I saw how Nick was also Nick Bear is also a big weightlifter, and I saw that. I saw how how much Natasha really kind of encouraged that strength aspect to the sport. And so I really yeah. appreciated that because I know there are some like uh, coaches out there that are endurance coaches that think weightlifting and endurance sports don't really go together. But I think the opposite. I think that you definitely need to be strong to do well in this sport. And so that was kind of the first reason. And the second reason was because she has a swim specialty and she's a super good, good yeah, swimmer. Yeah, that's true. I've seen it. I swim sucks. So um, yeah, so that's why uh I decided to start working with her and I've been, I think I started working with her early August and I've been with her ever since. Wow. Crazy, man. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'm going to break it up to you. I think I'm born in right now. So uh, we might have to like do like a part two of this because like, yeah, okay, I yeah. love, I love like everything is going. So we back Parker, we were at the airport now already went home. You're in a marathon. <laughs> so we back. A lot has a lot, of, a lot has happened in the short twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, right. So for those yeah. who don't know, I flew all the way from Canada to Mexico, and then Parker ran a marathon, first place, two forty four. Uh, but the um, but in miles because I know in K, so in K it was three fifty two per K. Yeah, so uh, three three fifty two per K on a six six fifteen or six sixteen per mile. Well, two forty four. That's a dream, and I'm I'm running a half marathon on. 20 days or something and then i'm trying to go 125 which is i think it's like six minutes per six miles per six yeah minutes, something like that 4k yeah so but yeah so we were talking yesterday about you joining natasha which i i've seen all over your natasha's athletes as yeah. soon as they join natasha they make a big jump like yeah i um I saw Will's journey. Will, he, who also raised in Wacom. Yeah, yeah, he's great. That was yeah. insane. And, you know, of course, I know Nick's journey. But, like, we're talking about you. So, pretty much, when exactly you joined Natasha? I started working with her, I think, uh, like, right at the beginning of August of 2021. And at that moment, you were already, like, signed up for Waco or not yet? Nah, not yet. I, I knew I wanted to do a full Ironman, but the only race I had on the schedule, the re actually reason I signed up with her was because uh, the same uh, 70.3 world championships. So I oh, wanted wow. to have a coach for that. And then after within like within like a week or two of because originally I was just going to work with her for the just the, the half sure. Ironman, the world championships. But within like literally a week of working with her, I'm like, yeah, this is this is game changing. And then I decided I'm just going to stick with her. Um, yeah, so I pretty much just said I was gonna work with her, and yeah, every I've been with her ever since, and I really couldn't have asked, couldn't ask for a better coach, better coaching experience at all the races I've been to where she's been at. Uh, amazingly helpful with on my bike, setting everything up, pre-race tips, nutrition, 
Um, like honestly, she doesn't just provide workouts to do on a daily, like a weekly basis. She, her, she, her value is so much greater than that. It's, it's incredible how, how invested she is in her athletes. Yeah. I seen the community. I seen all the journey and I was fortunate to make, to meet Natasha because I seen it like all the videos and your Instagrams, her Instagram, Nick's everything. While I was running a Waco, my last lap, uh, and I was like, hey, Natasha, she was just starting to the finish line. So when you go under the bridge, yeah, and she was starting to like the finish line. I talked uh, with her for like a while. So I was pretty happy with that, honestly, just to like be with her, like everything that involved. But um, I just want to know how you how the worlds went for you. Like, how was the race? Yeah, so that was actually that's probably the one race uh, that I've done that I haven't done too well at, and I don't no. think it was anything to do with my coaching. Well, I, I did decently well. I think I re I did like a four four forty five. I was shooting for closer to the four thirty. Yeah. However, um, I don't want to make excuses or anything, but I mean the the weather we got hit with like a hail and rainstorm on the bikes, and yeah. so I mean there are points, and I like it was uh, this is my first time ever racing in those conditions, and so there are points on the bike course when we were going downhill when I could have been averaging 25, 30 miles an hour, but I was going 10 just because I yeah, was afraid yeah. of like slipping or, you know, um, just, it's, it's scary. I mean, with a hailstorm on a bike and I had disc wheels on. Um, and so, yeah, that just kind of threw me off. And then the run, uh, the run, my stomach was bothering me a bit and I just didn't have the best day to be honest. Um, but after that, I, uh, the, I think the day after I signed up for Ironman Waco, I said, I want to uh, finish this year strong, not with uh, how that race went. And I think, I mean, I think I did pretty well at Waco. So yeah, I think oh, my, pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I know the race, the worlds, because actually in your age group I had two friends racing. So they were okay. fourth and fifth in your age uh -huh. group. And they were like all the time together. And they were telling me about the conditions. So one yeah. is from Mexico. He already is going pro. Uh, he already raced pro in Indian Wells. So that's awesome. about your age, I think. And then the other one is in Canada. But they were telling me about those. Like, for some reason, they were on the bike. They get out of, like, the swim. Everything was perfect. And in a matter of seconds, the weather just changed. And yeah. then it's just, like, winds and, and, and uh, raining. Yeah. So that was, like, a tough day, man, honestly. That was, yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited because the, the, the world championships I'm doing in uh, – I'm not like, as you know, I'm not doing Kona. I'm doing St. No. George in uh, May. And so I'm, I'm definitely looking for some redemption there. The course is a little different for the full this time, but I know it's going to be challenging, but I am excited. Uh, I'm really hoping to do better at that than I did my first time around. So yeah, less than a hundred days, honestly. Yeah, no, it's getting close. I'm excited. So just before we get to the Walker race, I want to tell you briefly how I got into the Walker race. So in 2019, I signed up for Ironman, Texas in 2020. Yeah got postponed and then I moved for the next year 2021 and then got postponed again and I'm like okay you know settle forget it the options was like 2022 yeah in October in 2021 or Waco I'm like I'm done I'm doing Waco and yeah uh, honestly I don't regret it but uh yeah like honestly I was hoping for a birthday a better day at Waco yeah it was a, yeah It was a tough day. Honestly, I didn't like expect, you know, my race, for example, but like we can talk about your race too. But like the swim, it was supposed to be with the current. Yeah. No. Yeah. Once And, you're like, done, I'm going to, yeah. Once you're done, I have something to say about that too. <laughs> yeah. So I swam the day before. Everything was normal. Like I swam in Ironman Cozumel, which is yeah. everybody saying about the current, which you can feel exactly where you're going. Like, You can do like, you're like, just going, you don't need to swim. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be the same. And then I started swimming the day before and everything was normal. I thought this is going to be a great race, whatever. But honestly, on the race day, I felt it was easier the first, um, the first 900 meters. And then I don't know if the current changed or something, but the, <laughs> they have like the 3000. I just felt like they were horrible, man. No, I, I'm the exact, I, I have the exact same story. The day before I swam in the river, I thought, oh man, this is going to be a, because swimming is my weakest. So I'm like, oh no. man, this is going to be a great swim. We have the current going down. And then I think it's not the current change is the wind is the wind that morning. And so the wind was blowing in the opposite direction of the current. And so that's why I feel the exact same. It was easier going upstream with yeah. the wind 
than it was going downstream against the wind. I agree a hundred percent. It was that was yeah, that wind really and the and the bike too. Um oh I don't know about your bike spin. But oh my I was, god. I mean when I saw the course profile on the bike, I'm like, oh it's relatively flat. Shouldn't be too bad a fast bike course. Same. I started and it wasn't the the wind screw us and then also the the road conditions. Yes. They were it was not flat and paved. It was like riding no. on gravel on some points with uh, uh yeah, it was not super fun. Honestly, just before we just before we get to the bike, I just want to like tell you like I was shooting for under 1 hour on the swim. Yeah, I no, I concerned. was too. I wasn't too concerned about that, you know, because you know, I don't want to push too much. I was just like in control. And um, when I got out of the water, I think we got the, we got the similar time. Just I'm here going like, because I know the bike, you're off bike me, but so on the swim, you did one hour, seven minutes with 23 yeah. seconds. And I did one hour, seven with 12 seconds. So yeah, pretty much the same. And when you're getting out of the swim, you can see yeah, the crowds and everything. I, I felt like such a good vibe yeah. getting now. And everything was beautiful. And on the bike, honestly, I felt like it was easier the first 90K, like wind-wise, like it was a lot easier. And then everything, like the last 90K, I just felt like they were way worse, you know? Yeah. Like no, the roads, honestly, man, were like, I was, yeah, it's going to be fine. Texas, you know, everybody was talking about the cheap seal or the roads and uh, honestly like people were not getting into the aero bars because they were getting a lot of flats and i yeah. was like i don't want to ruin my race so on my bike i have the i own a uh, track speed concept and i have a little box on behind yeah. and then that little box the top it went Fuck. away flew away <laughs> and then because i i don't know i was in the point 100 miles in in the bike ride and i look and I see like everybody hanging around, like, wait, what? I'm not gonna stop and game back. I just like whatever, grab everything, yeah. put it in my into me, like CO2 and you know, all those tubes, yeah. and then I just wait going. But when honestly, I was just so happy to end the bike. I was hoping honestly for five hours, and I did uh -huh. five hours 30, which yeah. I was like, Yeah, that's fine. But at the end, with those conditions, man. I wasn't going any faster. What about you? Oh yeah, you, I think on a, on a on a different course on a different day, easily could have gone under five. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and did like, you hear about the tax? Yeah, I I yeah. I, I was yeah. lucky, man. I was yeah, lucky. No, I was too. Yeah, I was lucky. Yeah, for yeah, for those that don't know, someone threw tax onto the bike course, but yeah, I don't, luckily neither of us got flats. But I know multiple people that got one, even two flats. Yeah, I was looking like people around me and they're like flats, flats, flats. And I'm like, yeah. what's going on? After the race, I found out there were like at least a hundred of that during yeah. the race. Like, why do you do that in an Ironman race? You're running like people's dreams saying, you know, like all the training, you know, like, but yeah, it is what it is. And yeah. honestly, I want to tell you something that I don't know how it happened. As soon as I get into T2, and I touched the ground, maybe because I pushed too much on the bike yeah. because of the wind. I was just in error position the entire time. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but it hurt on my left foot, left foot every time I was touching the ground. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to run a freaking marathon like this. <laughs> yeah, so I was like five minutes in like the transition, like what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So at the end, I just went for it. It wasn't the best. And please correct me if I'm wrong. I look into the Ironman page, the race course, and it wasn't supposed to be that hilly on the run. And everybody was freaking out about it. Like, they were like, this is so hilly because you're getting to a flat and then you get into a hill and then to another hill and then you get down. And you did yeah. that like three times. Can you explain yeah. how was it? <laughs> no, yeah. No, my, like my goal for the marathon run was to go sub three. And yeah. I start out like I start off on pace. Um, I think my first, the first lap, I think I averaged like a right around a six fifty pace. So I was on 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 pace. But then every lap after that, when I came to those hills, my right after the hills, my pace dropped by about a minute. So I think I averaged yeah. uh, like a six fifty on the first lap, and then after the hills on the second lap, I was running like seven forty five, and then on the last lap when I hit the hills, I was running like an eight thirty nine. Yeah, those hills just took it. And I, I, I did hill training. Um, I trained for the hills, but uh, it was just 
I mean, you just can't train for that after running, after biking 112 miles. So with, with those conditions, um, and I didn't know about the hills, but uh, with those conditions, man, it was a hard day. And yeah. I was just so happy to be over that. And I was just thinking, like, because of my food, I was like, just one station, then one, another yeah. station, then another station. At the end, I was hoping, like, honestly, going like under four hours. And I did my worst. I done three Ironman, but I did my worst Ironman run, which yeah. I was like so unhappy about it. I was going to quit so many times. I have, I'm happy I didn't. But yeah. um, I saw like at least 150 people quit in the race. Like Yeah, no, it was, it was a tough joke. day, that's for sure. And if you actually, if you look, uh, my coach, Natasha, she sent me something, I think. And Ironman Waco, I think, had the slowest average finishing time yeah, I saw of it. all the Ironmans this year. Yeah. It was like 14 which, hours or something. Yeah, which uh, I mean, I think that that uh, says something about you and me, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we I'm stuck like, it out. If you can do that race, you can do anything, honestly. Exactly. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how St. George compares. Though. I think St. George may be a little slower. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure, absolutely. But it's gonna be fun. And uh, yeah, man, like explain me, like first Ironman, first mm -hmm. Ironman you did, first place you did, what, like nine twenty, nine ten? Yeah. 920 920 wow like yeah. on, so, honestly i i don't remember seeing you in the race course like i don't remember yeah. i'm trying to get into my you know my mind yeah maybe i maybe i saw it a few times but i was just like i thought i was running into like fifth place and yeah. i didn't saw the second place either i was just on my own pretty much but uh i was following you for a while and then i saw after you finished the race that you were talking to your dad and like, hey, you're going to Kona, you're going to Kona, everybody's so excited. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh man, I was I was happy to finish in third, but I was like, oh, I'm in third, two spots for Kona, two for St. George, I'm like right in the middle. <laughs> and the guy who like got second beat me by six minutes. You're like, honestly, you beat us for like an hour or so, almost like two hours, honestly. <laughs> like, no joke. Like, even if you get like two flat tires, you can actually like win us for like one hour, no problem. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I'm always been an endurance guy, so I'm definitely the longer the race, the better I plan on doing. Like, if you put yeah, me in a sprint yeah. triathlon or Olympic distance, I'm toast, which is something that my coach and I are going to start working on, getting my sprint speed up on the bike and the swim and the bike and the run. But yeah, I'm I've known for like the longest time that I'm endurance. So like, I knew, but I, at least. I had a good idea that I could do relatively well at my first Ironman, but of course there's so many variables that go into that, yeah, like nutrition, yeah. uh, flat, stuff like that. So I, I like, I was hoping for a solid time. Um, but yeah, like short distance, sprint distance, I'm toast. So I'm definitely, yeah, yeah it'll be interesting to see how I do at the half Ironman distance this year, but yeah, I'm about the same. I need to work on the same thing. Yeah. I don't have to yeah. run into October. So I'm going to do like a couple halves yeah uh, and then a few olympics and yeah man just getting the speed going and uh, exactly so what happened the, mo the morning after the race uh -huh. like i was honestly i was pretty surprised why he didn't took the spot because for people that don't know like there were two spots on our age group normally everybody takes a spot one and two <laughs> and i was there just waiting and then when they say your name i'm like i already screwed there like, I wish you could see my face, honestly. I, I wish like, you could see my face. Like, Park, are you going to Kona? No, going to St. George. And they say, are you sure you're going, not going to Kona? Yeah, I'm going to St. George. Man, my face. Like, I was, like, <laughs> out of the moon. Like, I was like, there's no way this is happening. Like, Because yeah. I know this is my last chance probably to qualify to Kona. Because that was uh -huh. my last time in 18 to 24. And I'm into 25, 29. So uh -huh. that's, I asked the guys from like 25 to 29. They did like 9.30, 9.45. I'm like, man, this is going to be tough. So yeah, I'm really happy. So can you explain just why you didn't take yeah. the up? Yeah, so definitely. Uh, there's a, a few reasons. Well, the, the first reason um, is uh, there's probably two reasons. They're both probably similar importance. Uh, one was uh, the cost. And like yeah. I, I, already knew, I already knew that uh, I have a friend back at home. He's actually my neighbor. He's a bit older than me. But he he's doing – he qualified for Kona through – the lottery system i think he's done he's done ironmans like 14 times or whatever for yeah, the past legacy years. Program? yeah legacy and so he qualified and he was doing too and we, i was actually talking to him because i went home over christmas and yeah. i was talking to him and he said to find 
to find a place to, like because because they didn't have the Ironmans last year. Correct. Everyone wants to do it this year, and so it is completely packed. And like to find a place, it would be expensive, and uh, like there's nothing's close to the the race venue, and you'd have to be far away. And so I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, like be doing Kona would be great, but when I do it, like I want my experience to be like more enjoyable. And like, granted, like I'm 22, and so. Yeah. I'm really hoping that my plan is to eventually qualify again, obviously. And eventually I definitely want to do Kona, but I was thinking, you know, I, 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 I will probably qualify. Hopefully I'll qualify again. And also last time I did St. George, I didn't do too well. And so I really want to go back there and see how I can do on that course with uh, better conditions, feeling better and everything like that. So yeah, for those two reasons, I thought, you know what? Uh, yeah, I did want to go to Kona and I was super excited that I qualified and, you know, they, you know, me and you, like every triathlete's dream is to go to Kona, you know, it's like what you see, like Kona, Kona. And so I, I definitely wanted to do Kona, but it was just one of those things like, yeah, uh, I'll hopefully I'll get there eventually. But for now, I'm still relatively young. Um, yeah. And just uh, do it, do it. And I'm happy I could give the spot to someone. I'm happy. I didn't yeah, give man, to someone. You make my life think, better. Exactly. I'm happy it didn't go to someone who's like, oh, it's just Kona. I'm really happy um, that I was able to meet you through this. And uh, I think it was definitely the right choice looking back on it. So. I'm happy I gave it to you and I'm sure you're going to make, you'll definitely make more out of it than I ever would. And I'm sure I'm going to be following you and tracking you. I'm super excited to see how you do because I've been following you on Instagram. If you guys don't follow Hans, you should definitely follow him. Oh he said, my God, you're going to make me did, uh, cry. Yeah, he's been grinding out. He's been doing, I think you posted a story today on your Instagram where like a, like, a, like five hours of training is an easy day. Um, yeah, I yeah, took that so, back, man. I was so happy, yeah. like riding on the bike. I just kept going and I'm like, he felt yeah. so easy, honestly. I'm excited about this training and just can be better. Like, <laughs> I'll appreciate everything you said. Like, honestly, it's been a dream of mine, creating everything. And I see so many people, like, bro, you, you don't know this story, but when I was, like, eight years old, I was, like, fat kid. And I told myself, I'm going to go to Kona one day. People laugh at me. Yeah. And I keep going and going because nobody, nobody in my hometown has qualified for Kona. So I'm the first one. And uh, it's I'm really happy for that. Like, yeah. not going to Mexicans go because, again, it's really expensive. So, people to qualify in, like, you know, you pay right away $1,500, like, right away. Yeah. There, so, plus everything. Yeah. And, man, it's just so happy. And then I have a question for you. Yeah. Will you take your spot if you qualify in St. George? If I, uh, for 2021, no, I won't. Um, or for 2022, you mean? If I yeah. qualify for Kona in 2022, no, I'm not because I'm already, I'm going to do the PTO uh, in September, I think. And then I plan, yeah, I'm going to okay. do the PTO in Dallas. And then I plan on doing, my plan is to hopefully qualify for a 70.3 world in St. George and do that. Yeah. And then I think I'm going to do Ironman Arizona. So I won't be going to Kona this year at all. Um, and yeah, so we'll see. But I see to qualify at St. George, that's going to have to take another level because I mean, that's the world championship. So there's going to be the, the pack of the pad, the top of the top will be there. And uh, it's definitely going to be a challenge and I'm excited for it, but uh, yeah, we'll see. So hopefully maybe 2023, 2024, um, if I can qualify, we'll see how things go. Definitely. I, I, so. I, I probably want to go when I'm still in the 18 to 20, what is it? 24 age group. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely by the time I turn 25, I'd like to go to Kona. Um, okay. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And I don't know if you still like my age group, 20 to 25, I mean, 25 to 29, it's racing on Thursday. Yeah. no. I Everybody's that, complaining yeah. about that. And, you know, like, I wish I could just race. Like, I thought, uh, and everybody thought, that women are going to race with women. Guys are going to race with guys. And it's going to be, like, pros. And then from 18 to, to 45. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't know what it is. Maybe they could change it. Anything could happen. Uh, I haven't bought anything, any tickets. But... I'm saying until the 10. And um, yeah, man. So maybe you can do Ironman Custom Mode. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. It's maybe the same we'll weekend come. as Arizona, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think I'm going to stick to Arizona just because that's a team race with Natasha. That's so right. She'll that's be right, there. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm going to do that true. one, but we'll see. Yeah. That's true. So I have Lionel Sanders' schedule. So you'll be racing with him in uh, St. George, in uh, Dallas. In 70 and in, in world championships, half Ironman. So, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, I follow him on YouTube and everything, and he's uh, 
definitely an inspiration. So I'm excited to finally, he's definitely one of the toughest mental uh, or mentally toughest uh, triathletes there is for sure. So I'm excited to finally meet him. I agree. I'll send it to you here. We are in a group, so I don't want to like Sweet. spoil everybody, but uh, so explain this. Now you finished the marathon. How did he feel after first place marathon? How was the course? I heard there were some crazy headwinds. So you can you explain about that. Yeah, so it was uh, out and back. So for it was a half marathon and a marathon. So for the half marathon, you did out and back. For the marathon, you did out, back, out, back. And so the course, it was pretty much downhill for the first quarter, uphill, downhill, uphill. And the, the downhill actually kind of bugged me more than the uphill because my quads just got completely destroyed. Because I've been training on uphill, but I haven't been training on downhill. But okay. then, yeah, on the uphill, not only was it uphill on the way back, there was also a headwind on the way back. So it made it made the downhills a lot of fun because you had a tailwind, but coming back was not too fun. Oh, but yeah, wow. right now, right now, I definitely, I'm, a, I'm feeling a little tired, but it's uh, compared to triathlon or an Ironman, it's definitely not too, too bad. But what, yeah, my quads, they're definitely, my quads feel worse now than it did after Waco. Um, I think it's a combination of the, how, how steady and long the downhill was. And obviously I'm able to push harder on the run during a marathon than an Ironman. Yeah, for sure. And like, I'm, I'm really impressed because I know everybody's like, and then myself. Yeah. I'm saying about the, your, I'm like surprised about your heart rate. Like, but that's the combination of training and the endurance you've been doing. So, so man, like your highest heart rate was like 168, man. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, I, I have a, I have a relatively low max heart rate as well. So my max heart rate is around like 190, I think. So it's not oh, super okay. high here. Okay, yeah. I got it. But like still, like I'm surprised you maintain everything there. And then spikes, like, like that's basically for me, that's like zone three running there. So yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm really happy. So what, what race are you in this year? St. George? Both. Yeah, so right now my next race is going to be uh, 70.3 Galveston. Then I have yeah. St. George and then probably Lubach in June. And then the PTO. And then I think hopefully 70.3 Worlds if I can qualify. And yeah. then uh, Ironman Arizona, hopefully. We'll see. But that's a, that's a tentative race schedule. Wow. Plus yeah. other races in between, like local yeah. races that probably yeah, happen. Yeah. Um, man, that's awesome. I'll tell you mine. That, I mean, I was planning to do Galveston. I had to renew my visa in, other uh -huh. in the United States. My visa is going to expire in April. So I could just go there. But my appointment they give me because there, there's, no, there's no appointments is the day after Galveston. Ah, that sucks. So it might be tough. I'm, I'm trying to move it. So let's see. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm trying to raise uh, Victoria 70.3 in um, Canada. Okay. I want the PTO race in Canada, in Edmonton, with Sanders and Paula, you know, like, Like, yeah, it'd be awesome. Man, I just can't believe like you met Paul and Eric. Uh, that's yeah, no, no, no. I, I ran. If he, I'm not sure if you saw, but uh, during the race, I actually I have a that triathlon life hat that's signed by both yeah. of them. And I only wear it on races, so I wore it in uh, Waco and I wore it today, and it's a it's a special hat. But uh, yeah, I, I saw it, man. That that's a dream, and then that's the only reason I want to race it. They're inspiration <laughs> to me every Sunday watching the blog. Yeah, yeah. It's just the content they doing. Like it's just inspired. I'll yeah. try to do my best. Same as like the videos with Lightning Sanders. Man, it's just, it's hard. You need like someone to be with you the entire time. You know, it's so yeah. like, either you do the work or you're like all trying to film and everything. So that's a dream. And then, uh, well, I'm doing Kona, obviously. And uh, that's my dream. And after that, I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's, that's my goal. That's what I want to do. Maybe I do Indian Wells. Uh-huh. But uh, I do want to qualify for Worlds in uh, half Ironman, so that'll be Sweet. fun. Yeah, hopefully I'll see you there. Yeah, man, because I love racing half Ironmans. But since 2019, I've been focused on Ironman and Ironman and qualify for Kona because I knew 18 to 24 is the easiest one to qualify. So went for it. Yeah. I was really happy. I put a lot of, like, effort in the wet race. Hey, hey, don't say this is your last chance, you know, I – You say, you know, that 9.30 time is hard right now, but I'm sure in three years with the training, you'll do it. I'm, uh, you'll, I, I would be surprised if you're not at that nine, low nine mark in three years. Yeah, Easy. yeah, for sure. I, I think right now I can race a 10-hour yeah. Ironman. We oh, yeah. Problem. But on a good race, like measure, race, everything, you know, like, yeah, and conditions can, can apply, but that's fine. So that's what I want to do, man. And honestly, just... 
everybody is surprised about all the work and all the dedication you put into that because man I, I said it before i'm going to say it again you wake up at 4 a.m every single day to train that's yeah. commitment not that's not, not sun, on, on saturdays i wake up at five and on sundays i sleep until seven <laughs> well, <laughs> like on the week it's like yeah every single day man i'm so happy to see that like kudos to you i'm just you go like so many work like normal people could be like you know what i am not gonna do that i'm just gonna work and whatever like because you have a full-time job and then you yeah. manage to like all your training so pretty much you train you work and you go to sleep that's it yeah i mean yeah everyone 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 asks me like uh, how do you ma how do you manage work life and training i'm like i don't i work and i train i don't have a life <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. exactly so, so I mean, you train it's, like it's not it's not ideal but uh, i think i mean i love training and honestly i wouldn't choose any like i'm not i don't drink i don't smoke uh something i gave up early and so i don't um i'm not a huge partier i mean i still have friends and i have a so i do have somewhat of a social life but um honestly most of my friends are from the gym and from training but yeah i, wow. I mean i think you and i are in the same boat we both love training and pretty much yeah. there's nothing else we'd rather do so i agree i could just be like hours and hours just training and you know like happy you know and that's like same thing happened to me like you have social life and you got to yeah. go to bed early and wake up early and your friends is like, oh, like go out, whatever. But, you know, yeah. you have goals and you love what you're doing. So if you don't love what you're doing, what's exactly. the point? Exactly. So, man, I'm, I'm just so happy for that. And um, I mean, I just want to wish you all the best. You know, you're Thank you. I mean, 30 hours a week. Every single yeah. week. Yeah. Like, man, well, may, maybe not. I think this week may be, uh, maybe not quite 30. We'll see. I might have to recover a little. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, honestly, I hope you can go pro because that'll be a dream. But uh, you only raised Saratum for a year, pretty much. So, yeah. Like, man, you're going to be like, honestly, you're going to be like, like, you really want to be a pro or you want to like, Oh, what's your yeah, dream? No, I, I think I think uh, going pro, definitely not. Maybe I don't think next year we'll see how things go. Um, but I think long term, yeah, I think going pro would be pretty cool. Um, I think it definitely, yeah, why not? I think it'd be a, a fun thing to do and definitely a lot more competitive and a lot, definitely a lot harder. But I think that's that's part of it. I mean, what's the point of doing it if you're not challenging yourself? So yeah, I think right. going pro in the in the long term is definitely, definitely a goal of mine. And I look forward to hopefully one day earning that pro card. Yeah, man. So I don't know how is the criteria in the States. So what do you need to do in order to get your pro license? I'm not too sure. Honestly, I think uh, you need to, I think you need to do really well at a race. I know that. <laughs> so I think, I think you need to win or you need to, you need to do really well at a race. So I, I, my Natasha knows and she's, she'll tell me, but I think my focus right now is to just do as uh, best as I can. And uh, if the opportunity arises, then hopefully make that uh, really go for that pro card. But right now I'm just really focused on, um, doing as well as I can and then let the cards fall where they may and see what happens. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not really too worried about, I'm not, I mean, I still have time, so I'm not too worried about qualifying anytime or going pro anytime soon, but just, uh, yeah, enjoying it right, right now. And then, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, so this is my advice to you. Just follow your God and yeah. then whatever it tells you, just enjoy the journey. Like, you know, you know, this phrase because you know, the guy, Nick Bear says, you know, like building bricks. So, you know, yeah. the reference, I don't like, I don't have to explain. I, I said it before. So that's it. You build in a house, you build in a foundation. So you get there. So don't worry, man. So how is, how is Nick uh, doing? Because it's a dream of mine, just meeting him. And then you were there with him. Yeah. So how is no, he in person? Yeah. Nick's uh Nick's great he's uh I mean I had I thought he I mean just from watching his videos I was already impressed with him but in person um he's actually very quite reserved more reserved than you would think um he's super humble just I uh, love talking to him I didn't get talking to too much because I mean there's 200 people that wanted to talk to him that's true but uh, I mean he he stood in line for I think like two hours and just took pictures with everyone and if that doesn't wow. tell you what type of guy he is then I don't know what will um but he was he was at the finish line from when I crossed it, the first guy to cross it to the very last one. And so, um, yeah, he is, uh, he's a great guy and he, he's honestly very humble and he's actually running a hundred miler on um, this next weekend. So the fact that he was standing up for five hours today, handing out medals and not resting and recovering, that's, uh, yeah, he's definitely pretty incredible. That's the man. That's the man. So 
you have a hard swim tomorrow. What are your plans for the weekend? Yeah, so um, I have, I'm actually meeting my coach at a pool tomorrow. We're going to do a swim lesson. She's going to teach me how to finally swim right. And then I'm flying back home. And then, yeah, getting back at a Monday. Monday, we start a swim block. Um, hopefully get that swim time down a little. And then I'll probably take this week off of running. Um, I'll definitely, I'll probably hop on the bike tomorrow just to flush the legs. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to start working on that speed, as I was saying, and the swimming. So Wow. Wow, man. Honestly, I just want to keep talking to you. I don't want to take your time. You're having <laughs> fun. We should do a part two. <laughs> well, we should do a follow-up. Let's do this. After Kona. After Kona. And then uh -huh. we'll see what's after then. How about, how about after, how about after uh, St. George? Or if you do Galveston, we can do one after Galveston. Sure. I like it. I All like right. it. I like All it. Right. For sure. Sweet. Sweet. So, man, enjoy your time. Have fun. Recover Thank well. And oh, always and yeah, can I give a quick plug? Yes. Awesome. So uh, for any of you guys out there that want to know what the nutrition of a marathon Ironman athlete looks like, you can go follow me on my Fast Foodies Review Instagram and YouTube channel. I do fast food snack reviews, or you can follow me on Parker Kurth as well. Um, that's where I do, uh, that's where I post all my personal content. And then, yeah, I'm sure all your followers use Bear Performance Nutrition products, which they definitely should be using. Man, that's awesome. Uh, I'm waiting for mine. They're on the way. So Yeah, definitely all high-quality, third-party tested, tastes great. You can actually save some money and help support a fellow triathlete who's just starting out by using the discount code PARKER, P-A-R-K-E-R, -E at checkout. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man, uh, that's that's awesome. You, like, honestly, like, you, me, you saved me, like, $20. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Money. Like it's it's worth it. I'm waiting. So man, I ordered. Uh, I think I told you a hat because I need to have. Yeah, a hat, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the protein, strong greens, strong reds. Yeah. I don't know if I get. I got the bars, but I got yeah. the GM one sport. So. Awesome. Yeah. No, uh, you'll. Uh, I'm sure there. You'll link it in the description and everything. So. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. man. So. Awesome. Well, thank you. I. I yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. This was uh, awesome. I really like talking to you. And uh, it's nice to get to know the person who's going to Kona. So, uh. Thank you for enjoying the episode. It was a really good one with uh, Parker. I really loved it. And yeah, again, if you want to get BPN supplements, check out. Use code Parker. I'll be amazing. And I hope Nick Burt is listening to this. I hope, man. Honestly, we can get BPN in Mexico. I want to order some BPN. And I cannot do that because I'm here. Uh, but anyways, that's the reason why it's a great product that I would love to taste and I would love to use it like, you know, like bars and like GM1's pores, you know. But anyways, if you are interested in getting that and you're available and you can do it, do it. VPN are the best. And um, yeah, thanks for enjoying and um, keep enjoying because next week we have Kaden. Kaden, he uh, had an open heart surgery in May 2021. And now he's racing Ironman St. George with Parker. We, the three of us raced together in Waco. So it was a fun one. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.